This is Darren Hunter here and welcome to the BDM Coach podcast show where BDM Coach experts Michael Sands and Dennis Yusuf show you how you can become effective BDMs. Now also for 40 ways to grow your rent roll, we've put together a free book, The PM Lead Secrets. All you've got to do is pay for shipping. Go to pmleadsecrets.com. That's pmleadsecrets.com. Hi everyone, Darren Hunter here. You know, in today's age, you can't just have boring photos on your property marketing listings. You've got to have a virtual walkthrough tour. That way tenants can quickly qualify themselves and look through the property even at two in the morning online. But I can hear you say, look, Darren, it's too expensive with cameras and takes too long. That's why you've got to go to virtualtourscreator.com.au and check out how you can do walkthrough virtual tours using your mobile phone. Go and check it out. Also, talk to Tom there at virtualtourscreator.com.au on how you can quickly turn your tours into really cheap floor plans as well. Take care. Hi, everyone. It's Dennis Yusuf here, and I've got Darren Hunter, and we are from Inspired Grove Training, and this is the BDM Coach Podcast Show. Darren, we have got you on board again, and today's session is really, really exciting because it is a topic that is discussed right around the world. People that I'm speaking to in the UK, America, New Zealand, across Australia are having the same problem because the market is absolutely nuts. And we are covering something that you're an expert in. This is stuff that I covered as well as a BDM and, and we'll share and talk about some of you know, my personal journeys with these um, agents. But we're going to be talking about five ways to beat the cheap agent. Well, it's good because everyone out there is talking about the agencies in their area that just feel the only way to stand out, the only way to get new business is to chop their fees. And it starts that, then it's that nasty race to the bottom where, because a lot of agencies don't invest in solid points of difference like we teach, Mm. all they're left to do now is make a difference in their fees. And if the other person sees that, well, the easiest thing for them to do and copy is what you've done and beat you. And the next agent does it. Before you know, we got this nasty cycle going down and down and quality agents just cannot afford to play the game and so what we're going to cover today guys is five key ways that you can implement to stand out in your marketplace basically it's just going to go this way you're going to have your quality agents at one end and you're going to have your nasty cheap agents at the other and it's a bit like dennis um pizza you know if you want your fast cheap pizza people go to Domino's or places like that Mm-hmm. But if you know now, if you want that gourmet pizza, you want that quality pizza, you've got to go elsewhere and you've got to be prepared to pay more. That's really where um, agencies are going. They're splitting into two with the, the ones that want to compete on fee and the ones that want to compete on service and value and have quality fees. And I know for sure, Dennis, people can still have the most expensive fees in their marketplace and still get the most growth. I know it seems unbelievable to a lot of people, but that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, Darren, it's really interesting because, like, being an expert at negotiating isn't about reducing your fees. Correct. That's not an expert in negotiating, you know, and, and we're going to be talking about five things 
that you can put into your business, into your criteria as a BDM so that you don't have to lower your fees to win the business. Because it's all about how much you can save an agency. Sorry, how much a BDM should be sharing or an agency should be promoting how much they can save clients money for using you versus the fee. Yep. You know, we're, we're not like a bank mm. where we offer the cheapest rate to get the home loan. Mm. You know, managing properties isn't the same. It's not about going with the cheapest agency. It's about going with the agency that's going to secure you the best security, whether it's security of protecting the home, getting the income coming in, et cetera, as, as we know. So, you know, and property managers, they negotiate. They're negotiating kings and queens. They just, you know, it's just a matter of putting that in place when standing firm on the fees that you charge, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, yeah, um, you know, moving forward, a lot of the things that we're talking about today, everyone, is actually in our IGT exclusive membership as well. So we're going to talk about points of difference. We're going to talk about scripts and things like that. But we've got whole uh, training sessions and modules around implementing and doing these things as well. So just keep that in mind. We're not going to leave you orphans. If you want to become a member, just go to inspiredgrowthtraining.com. Just go become a member uh, and you'll be able to see, you know, all the goodies there. There's over 300 hours of training there, over 150 specialist sessions. And we're about to release uh, the boot camp uh, training, three days of solid content videoed uh, from last year, Dennis, into the membership as well. And we're, we're, yep. we're, we're going to be putting batches of that in each month. But anyway, moving on. So, Dennis, um, First one, the first way that we can beat a, a cheap agent or a cheaper agent is to um, have solid points difference. So we're actually very visually and very clearly competing on service and value instead of the default of competing on fees. So, Dennis, what are some of the most effective points of difference that you've seen that people can use in lieu of discounting their fees? Yeah, well, I mean, one of the key things to think about is I mean firstly you need to know what your rivals are doing so you know what your points of differences are you know we can all rattle on what our points of differences are and I hear a lot of people say oh we offer professional photography everyone's doing professional photography now that's not a, a point of difference some agencies still aren't and that's their choice you know um, however you know your points of differences can be you know we're offering videography you know, which is still blows me away. In 2010, I was doing videography for, for properties as a BDM that people still struggle to do it and aren't doing it. So walkthrough video is what you're talking about. It's a simple walkthrough video. Um, yeah, I saw one the other day with Jason Wright. Very simple, very easy to do. You actually give people a walkthrough on video. Um, yep. Very, very easy to do. There's no excuse. Everyone's got a video camera in their phone. Uh, it's just laziness, Dennis. And I guess if they think all their competitors are doing it, well, that's the bare minimum that they have to do as well. So a lot of people are still just doing photos. Yeah, but just a video is such an easy point of difference. Mm. It is so easy. And one of the things that, you know, we do part of our IGT success program and our coaching programs that we've got is we are teaching people to offer videography because you're not offering it then and a cheaper agent down the road is, then they're looked upon as the expert and not you. So it's really important to always offer it. If you've got your marketing right and you're charging for it, the owners are paying for that anyway. 
So yeah. you should at least be offering it. That That is one example of a, a, a key point of difference. Uh, another example uh, of a point of difference could be that you're just pure property management. You know, these days it doesn't have as much strength anymore because there's a lot of property management only businesses, but still is a point of difference. Yep. But I like to get down and get dirty, Darren, you yep. know, and, and your points of differences are really your proof statements. Yep. You know, your key points of differences are what are you doing? What are your facts that are breaking you out and making you look like the market expert in your local area? And that's what you should be pushing out in your points of differences to make the phone call, mm. to bring those calls in so that you're not competing on fees. I, I, I see that, like, if you're an owner-operator, so if you're a, a principal, you're running your own rent roll, that's a point of difference in itself because if you're the boss that's also doing the management, well, that's a point of difference, of course, until that changes. But I, I see in the investor groups and the Facebook groups, Dennis, that, that mm -hmm. a lot of investors now want to deal direct with a company that specialises in property management. They don't necessarily want to go with a company that does sales and property management on the side because they've had their fingers burned or they've heard horror stories of the turnover of staff or a boss that doesn't care about their property management. There's no captain at the wheel of that ship. They're, they're running the sales ship, all of those sorts of things there. So now that they're very subtle, but very effective points of difference. But Dennis, moving on, um, you know, back to um, a virtual tour. A, a virtual tour is an amazing thing. In fact, people now are doing virtual tours. Agencies are doing virtual tours and not doing any photography now at all. It makes sense because a photo or a series of photos is simply a snapshot of what the property looks like, but the virtual tour is the whole lot. It's like... Um, a slice of, you know, the photography or the photos is like a slice of pizza, but the virtual tour is the entire pizza. It's the, it's the whole thing instead of just a taste. And so uh, virtual tours and a quick shout out for um, virtual tours creator uh, with Tom. Um, amazing uh, virtual tours that you can easily do on your iPhone with a simple attachment. Just go to virtualtourscreator.com.au do a demo with Tom, just get in contact. He'll show you how you can easily do it on your phone using a simple attachment. Um, and out of these virtual tours, Dennis, they can create a floor plan. They've even got virtual staging. Yeah. They've got photo enhancement where they make the, you know, the, the blue sky bluer, you know, turn the clouds into blue sky or turn the green, you know, the dry grass into green and all of those sort of amazing so the blue things. is blue and the green greener you know yeah. but Darren you, you've just mentioned other points of differences within one process you're talking about you know uh the the floor plans you're talking about the the photo editing you know the full walkthroughs that's all there's three points of differences all in one motion they you start showing that people go wow i love you i want to go with yeah. you compared to your cheap arrival that's yeah. just taken boring photos on their iphone so you know let, it, let, yeah, let, let's back it up on that, right? So what, what's really interesting is on the points of differences, you know, I was talking about, um, uh, you know, proof statements. When you're marketing properties, you know, um, you know, using virtual tours, having professional photography and stuff, it actually helps attract better quality tenants. You can then talk about a proof statement, right? Like um, how many times your company has been to tribunal? or has had to kick a tenant out because of um, a bad tenancy, you know, because you should be attracting better quality tenants. If you, you know, a point of difference is you then saying, we've only had to go to the tribunal once out of 600 managements over a three-year period, which is one in 1,800. Mm. 
That's that's a proof statement. It's backing it up. Or you could talk about, you know, that, um, you know, 99% of our tenants are paying their rent on time because, you know, so we, you know, again, it's giving you those proof statements, those points of differences that you, that you can do. And it's not about me, me, I, I, I. You're using your points of differences and backing it up with proof statements. So you're showing the client that you're saving them money. You know, you should be able to put together some stats, especially if somebody out there, I was training an agency yesterday, Darren, and, you know, I started talking about they need to um, look at Tom and I've done an, an introduction for them. And I said, I need to know what your stats are now. So that when you are on days on market, so when you do start using the virtual tours, I need you to start telling me how many days faster you're leasing properties. So you can then get the monetary value of that and say on average, just by us using these tours is saving our owners X amount of dollars. Mm. So, so but you're not saying that- seven days, you're actually saying it could be a $400 a week in rent. It could yep. be saved you $400 by doing this. And, and it also helps back up your marketing fee, right? By yep. spending X amount of dollars, but we're actually saving you X amount of dollars. So, so you can ju- it helps you justify. Um, a, a little trick that I did to help understand what my rivals were doing, Darren, you know, so I could emphasize my points of differences, um, is whenever a new staff member come on board, we had them do certain things that they had to do before they could be hands-on you know for example they had to come on five appointments with me um, as a bdm you know listening to my appraisal they had to do 10 routine inspections had to listen and sit down for two hours with you know arrears i would also get them calling five of our rivals and it wasn't about me getting their fee structure it was about me understanding how long it took for them to get the material to you what material they were sending and who didn't call you back and, and the self-worth that our new staff members, wow, these guys don't call you back. I haven't heard from them yet. They haven't emailed me and they said they would. It gave them self-worth for working for our company. But it also helped me understand if there was any offers that they were doing. You know, yep. I got caught out, Darren. You're talking about points of differences. I, I went to a, a property and it was my first day back at work. Um, I remember I come back from a leave and I didn't do my homework and the person who booked the appointment didn't ask the questions. But that's my fault because I didn't educate them on these are key things I need to know before I go to an appointment, you know. And I, I went there expecting to get the property and they straight away they said, oh, look, the other agencies have offered a higher rent. So my mistake was I didn't ask there was other agencies coming. You know, we can all say, oh, we don't care if there is, but you should still know so you can be prepared. And they also offered three months free management. Yeah. So I didn't know my points of differences that I could... Then I'm backtracking and I was being reactive. So I was behind the eight ball. Can I just say also to everyone out there that if you get lose business to a cheaper agent, it's most probably because the other agent got the trust better than what you did. And the cheaper fee was simply a bonus to them or the three months off was simply a bonus to them. Your job is to get the, the best, the most trust, the fastest. You see it like a trust meter, like you're, you're in your fuel gauge in your car, you got your empty, you got your full. Um, and your job is to um, get full 
trust as soon yeah. as you can. The person that wins the trust first wins the deal. Most people in first world societies, Western societies, they want someone with particularly when it comes to the management of their property, they need someone that they can trust and in return so they can get peace of mind. Most people are like that. There is only a small percentage of people that aren't motivated by peace of mind. They're motivated by money. And so we're talking most people here. There is always going to be that small portion of people that are going to go with a cheap agent because they have the cheap mindset. There are C-class landlords. They're the ones that are toxic, the owners that just, you know, they, they, they um, let's just go through the list very quickly. They're over demanding and unreasonable. They dump on you emotionally, take up loads of your time with frivolous requests and just time wasters. Whatever the rent is, they want more. Whatever your fees are, they just got to have less. They um, put little to no money into a property. They generally have a crap property that only attracts a crap tenant. And they generally have low rent properties, which if you're charging a percentage for your management fee, like most agencies, it means your management fees and your fees overall are very low. Low income, high issues, high toxicity, all righty? And so those small percentage of owners will always be attracted to those cheap agents. And we've even seen then as really, 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 really cheap agents, mm. they get a disproportionate number of these clients, which creates a real toxic environment that no good property managers want to work and keep that in mind, everybody. Makes it difficult. Makes that a cheap agent attracts a lot of cheap clients more so than anyone else. And so good quality property managers don't want to work there. The mm. service levels can only be bad there because of all the issues that's created from the consequences of being cheap. The negative snowball effect caused by this low cost syndrome just in the end means that business is probably going to implode. And so understanding that and explaining that to your prospective clients um, is a really important way that if you value your property management, you value likely your biggest property investment you're ever going to own, you want to make sure that you also value the company that's going to be managing it for you and don't then go to the lowest cost denominator. Um, I just preached a sermon there, Dennis. You, you did, but, it, but it's a really good point. So a point number one is obviously know what your points of differences are, you know, and, you know, and uh, when you know what your rivals are doing, you know what your points of differences are. It's really about, you know, what Darren was saying there is, is protecting your asset, protecting the culture within your business, that you're not becoming those agencies that just reduce their fees. So the second point is scripts. You know, no, Dennis, we've got to go, I've got to go back. We've still got to okay. tidy up point one. You, you, okay. you know, you know, Dennis, I've got a feeling coming on. You know what that feeling is? What, it's not a, a new furious feeling, is it? Which means no, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be this podcast is going to be in two pieces. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be in two, so we can take our time with these. But we're but having a habit. Of so points of difference again. We've got the property owner's handbook. We've got the tenant handbook and the tradesperson's handbook. That if you talk about those when you're first talking to people on the phone, if you're able to speak to them on Zoom, you can show it to them. You can send them a sample copy by email as a PDF. If you're with them, you can place the full manuals into their hand. They can feel it. They can see, wow, these guys are great because they obviously know their stuff. They're obviously experts because of the quality of uh, user manual and the property owner's handbook, tenant handbook, 
tradesperson's handbook. If you want more information on that, just go to inspiredgrowthtraining.com. Go to the growth tabs. You'll actually see the handbooks there. Um, and, uh, and that training of explaining them, they're not available in the membership, but explaining and how to use them. Um, we do cover that in our membership. Uh, but also, Dennis, the, um, the, the pre-listing email. That's an important yeah. point of difference. The, the pre-listing email, it, it's something that we could potentially cover in um, in one of the points as well, Darren. It, it's really about backing. And, and, you know, whenever you're having a conversation with a potential landlord, um, you may not have an appointment book, but you should still send that pre-listing email as a confirmation. So that may eventuate to an appointment. So it really is important to have a pre-listing email because that, that pre-listing email, we should be... Um, highlighting your PODs, your points of differences. They should be highlighting it and driving it home with videos, um, showing examples of your marketing, your educational videos, even educational newsletters that you've written as well. Some yep. people don't want to watch a video, but they want to read an article. So yep. everything that you've got in video should be an article as well. Um, and it really shows them that you're the market expert, just your pre-listing email. Yeah, yeah, cool. And SMS video, Dennis. How is that a point of difference? How is that going to make a person stand out over a cheaper agent? Because the rivals aren't doing it. It doesn't matter how many times that we, we push it and we tell people, um, the ones that successfully do implement it are winning business, you know, but the ones that argue about it and don't do it, they're going to continue to stay at the same level as what they are. So, yeah. you know, um, I, I'll often screen people say, you know, what, what was the key to your um, your success as a BDM, I'd say I implemented. Yeah, it's about motivation. It's about all these other things and attending training, but it's actually implementing. Mm. You know, that's a key point of difference. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's move on. Let's move on. So, um, yeah, everyone, Correct. there's a lot of points of difference there. And again, we do cover that in our membership. Um, we've got the full um, information there on those points of difference, but you've got to have two to three solid points of difference, at least for you to stand out over your cheaper competitors. Of course, if your clients can see that you're no different than your cheaper competitors, then the focus is now going to be turned onto the fee every time. But Dennis, there's a lot of people out there that have chosen not to invest in quality points of difference. And therefore now their fee comes into question and they're wondering why they're getting asked to discount their fees all the time. And they get this wrong, false impression that all owners care about is cheap fees. But this comes because we haven't invested in solid points of difference. One last mm -hmm. point, Dennis, before we move on. The yep. cost of discounting is huge. So for example, if the rent is say $400 a week and for our you know, American counterparts, let's say it was $1,200 a month um, and you know, you're giving a 1% discount off the management fee, well, that's four bucks a week. Mm -hmm. We times that by 52 is by four. Now we're given a $208 discount on that property for the next 12 months. But what if we keep that property for five years? I mean, a lifespan of keeping a property for five years, a management for five years is, 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 is quite normal and reasonable that the owner will keep the management with you for five years. So let's just, now let's say the rent stays at the same of 400. Of course, the rent's going to go up times that by five. Well, that's already $1,040. But let's say, Dennis, we do 31% discounts in a year and that goes for five years. Well, now that's 31,200. Can you imagine doing that year after year after year with 30 new properties each year? 
And everybody, my point is this, 31,200 with 30 properties with a 1% discount over five years at $400 a week rent. Um, what can I say? There is no point of difference that we've just spoken about, whether it was a property owner's handbook, tenant handbook, SMS video, the pre-listing, even your training, Dennis, on how to implement all these things is so much cheaper than $31,200. And if we don't put points of difference effectively into place with training and support and coaching or investing, then you're automatically choosing by default my example of $31,200. You are now chosen by default the most expensive way. So I just encourage you, there's always cheaper and more easier to compete on service and value than yeah. the absolute out blown out of the water expense of competing on fees because it costs you so much more than your fees in the end. It costs you your business. It costs and, you stuff. Yeah, and I think it's really important on that, Darren, that um, property managers and BDMs need to understand the cost of what the, the cost of actually managing per property. There needs to be a minimum, a minimum fee set per property per year for a BDM to sign up. Well, they, they need to know, so salespeople that go out there and they look at a property and it's $500,000 it's gonna sell for and they charge a 2% commission. Well, you know, they're gonna come back to the office um, excited that there's gonna be a $10,000 commission. They've already worked it out. Yeah. And, and for us, we need to know, is that property gonna bring in $2,000, $3,000? Is it gonna be $3,500 at least with the management fees and other fees added on. We've got to look at dollars, not rent or percentages. We've got to look at what's this property going to earn us. And I guess one is a quick FYI for everybody. For every time we've done an exercise with officers to work out what is the average cost to manage, mm. turns out to be around about $1,500 a year. That's a staffed office, $1,500 a year per property per year cost just to manage. And Dennis, we were speaking with people in Adelaide recently, talking with people in Sydney, Sydney recently, yep. um, where they're, you know, they're getting $900,000 a year total for income, which means every time they manage, they're losing $600. Every time they manage, they're bleeding $500. It has to stop people because it can't be sustained. Um, and that's why we've got to get quality fees. We do that by competing on service and value. We do that with solid points of difference. Totally. You know, it, it actually blows me away, you know, because when I'm, when I'm talking with, um, you know, some potential new coaching clients, that I'm asking these questions. What's your average rent? What are you charging, et cetera? It's not so I know what their fees are. It's, it's, it helps me understand if they can afford our training. You know, uh, if they could, you know, or it's like, okay, no, you can't focus on growth. I need to get you in a conversation with Darren. We need to talk about your fee structure, et cetera, and, and have some coaching in that area, their mindset before they can focus on the growth, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, What's the use yeah. of growing more and going broke more if they're bleeding? You know, they're just not earning quality fees. And Dennis, we've taken people from $1,500, $1,600 a year to now signing up three. Three and a half, four thousand dollars minimum yep. per property, and we open their eyes, and they're just raving fans. They're now interested, more interested, earning more per property than bringing on more properties. And, and Darren, in, in some cases, what I love is that we've implemented the increases for the business with your training. A new BDM comes in, 
and they're only told about the new fee structure, right? They're only told about the new fee structure and they're going out and signing it up and the principals are like, wow, you know, because there's no old mindset to change, which makes it easier. But with the right coaching, that mindset change and that self-worth that that is taught and when they're actually taught that, that they are worth more and they should be charging more, it, it, they can to learn the same thing. Increase the self-worth, we can increase the fees. And that starts with mindset training before we do the fee training. So, um, okay, well, let's now move on to, to, to the second way that we can beat cheaper agents. So the first way we threshed out, fleshed, fleshed out pretty well, which is on <laughs> points of difference and standing yeah. out and competing on service and value. Otherwise, we default on competing on fee. The second way, of course, is scripts. And so, and this is a good shout out. My new book is actually, I mean, top of the printer. It should be off the printing press today. The PM Fee Scripts Secrets. Um, that's the book here. I'm just holding it in such a way to make sure the blur doesn't take it out because, of course, I'm using the blur in the background. That's the new book there. And um, you can actually get a copy of that. It is free. You just got to pay shipping. Just go to PM Fee Scripts Secrets.com. That's PM Fee Scripts Secrets.com. And that is over 50 scripts on how to overcome just about any fee objection that you could ever think of, you could ever come across. It is, Dennis, the the complete comprehensive uh, answer, the discounting to the property management industry. It's certainly the most comprehensive fee uh, scripts book that's ever been written. We've also got 34 fees and fee packages with what agents are charging in there as well, charged over Australia, New Zealand, and the United States. So pmfscriptsecrets.com. But Dennis, let's talk about scripts. Why are scripts um, important? Well, Darren, your scripts should be like showing your clients, educating your clients that you're the market expert and your scripts need to be based around your points of differences. You need to be prepared. If, if, if an owner gives you a call or an owner says to you, but the other agent has offered, you know, um, a, a lower fee or whatever it is, if you don't know your scripts, then they're thinking you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, you need to be prepared for every single question. You know, uh, one one thing, hospitality, um, being working in the hospitality industry, it taught me to understand how to win a situation. And what I mean by that, and it's the same as understanding and knowing your scripts and dialogues. If I walked to a table and I was um, serving them food and, and they had a, an issue or they had a question, I may not have been an expert chef, but I knew what to say to get around it so I could go get the information and bring it back to the table. If I stood there like a, a you know, a deer looking at headlights, they would think, wow, what's this restaurant like? Does this guy know what he's on about? So it's really important to know your scripts and dialogues so you can be that market expert and gain that trust and respect from the client. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just off the cuff thinking about a restaurant situation sitting down and you're the, you're the waiter, Dennis, and I might say, hey, is the soup of the day any good? And you've already got actually the last person that uh, just bought it, loved it. Um, and said how good it was, suddenly I bang and I'm buying. So it's right. always the, mm. the scripts is simply a bridge between their objection and doing the deal. It's yeah. that last bridge and it's simply response. And what I like to explain in my book, The PMP Script Secrets, it's a bit like a dance and um, them trying to get some value off your fees is a fun thing because 
Dennis, the same uh, uh, person that wants a fee discount or asks for a discount, Dennis, they, they go down to a Big Mac and they'll pay full price on the Big Mac down at McDonald's. They won't ask for a discount there. They go to Target, buy a pair of jeans. They pay full price there without negotiating with the cashier. But why they come to you and ask for a fee discount? Well, you work in real estate, therefore your fees are negotiable. That's the right. underwritten rule. Um, and, and you do the same, people. You're going to, um, there's, there's areas that you'll, you'll pay full price just like down at the supermarket, but there is places where you'll ask for a deal. Um, and if you go to Facebook Marketplace and you want to get a new lounge suite or a new TV, you'll, you'll and, you know, ask what's your best price or can you do cheaper? Or you get on a plane, you fly to Bali, you get off and, and in Bali, you're now in bargaining mode. You're into, you know, getting the best price that you can because that is the context or the area or the location you are where that is acceptable. You are in real estate. Negotiating fees is the normal. Let's dance. Let's have fun. To a lot of people, it's a thrill. So just know they're going to ask you to dance. You just got to be good at stepping up and saying, yeah, no worries, and knowing your scripts. You see, knowing your scripts, everybody, knowing your responses. I mean, how many fee objections are you likely to get? You're probably going to get, well, if you can max your fee with the other agent down the road or the other agent is cheaper or your management fees are too high or the other agent is going to get me more rent, and maybe one or two others, and that's going to represent 90% mm. of the fee objections you're ever going to get. They're going to be one of those. So if you can just nail those, and we cover those beautifully in my book, um, then you've got all of those responses down pat. And when you have these responses down pat, you're ready for them, you're confident, you walk into a listing presentation feeling eight, foot tall and it's confidence and enthusiasm those two things put together that actually then increases that trust meter fast accelerates it to the full button um, and that's what impresses people the most confidence enthusiasm scripts and points of difference makes you feel that eight foot tall and you haven't got a problem at all that you've got an agency even at half the price of you down the road let me tell you a story i'm on a roll dennis you are now is a story this is told to me by martin grunstein i do talk about it in the book and martin grunstein was an mc at a conference i was at some years ago dennis you probably would re remember him and he told a story about a hairdresser in a town um, that was cutting hair for 20 years he was the only hairdresser in town or the barber in town um, and cutting hair and he does $25 haircuts mm. and a competitor moved into a town after 20 years freaked the guy out and the guy started doing $6 haircuts and he thought oh my goodness me I've never had this before let alone a competitor it's so cheap what am I going to do and he played up with the option he thought of the option that okay I might just go down to six dollars myself and I'll go long enough I've got more money in the bank than him I've got more oxygen in the tank than him I will go into a point where he goes broke leaves town and I put my prices up but then realize that that move is going to financially hurt him too so instead he simply went and made a signboard up Dennis a signboard. A signboard. And he painted on the signboard and he put, we fix $6 haircuts and put it up in the window. Ooh. And what a great way to counter a cheaper competitor 
by realizing that they're always going to be a cheaper agent and you're ready for them and your scripts counter that. Now, just as a quick shout out, the last two podcasts Dennis and I did are a lot of those scripts as well. So make sure you go back to the two previous podcasts before this and we get right into a lot of these scripts that we've talked about. They're covered in my book, the pmfeescriptsecrets.com. Um, that's where you can go. Of course, the book is free. Just pay for, for shipping. But, but Dennis, um, the other thing I like to talk about with scripts um, yep. is it's a game. It's a game of tennis. And, and they're going to step up to the plate. They're going to they're gonna hit the ball at you, which is an objection. You just need to confidently step into the ball, know what to say with a, with a reasonable response and smack the ball back. And it's usually over game, set, and match, you know, Darren, with one confident response. Yeah, it totally is. So you, you, you're talking about standing tall and being prepared and going into a presentation. You know, <laughs> one of my very first presentations, and, and, I, and sometimes I still use it, I have a picture of George Clooney. And we all know George Clooney carries that charisma. He's, he's got that charm. If that man walked into a room, you would feel the room change, right? You would feel the room change. I like to think that, you know, George Clooney and I are brothers. We look the same, the dark hair, the dark I knew hair. you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that, that's how you've got to be when you walk into the home. You've got to not just feel that way when you've got the listing, but you've got to walk into the home with that confidence, you know. So, but you can reverse these scripts and dialogues, you, you, a lot of the scripts and dialogues that you've just shared and you're talking about, right, is it's being reactive to the owner. You're being reactive to them saying, but the other agent, if you reverse these scripts and dialogues and you share mystery, you know, be up there knowing the points of differences, you know, if your rivals are offering something cheaper, you've got to stand tall. You've got to have the confidence and say, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, we know there's other agencies out there that are going to offer you cheap fees. Then you say the same script. So you're being proactive. So then it, that it counters them being able to say but the other agency offered. You jump in there and show them, give them your proof statements, and then you're going to stand tall. And that's having the scripts. It's reversing your scripts and dialogues around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's no different to saying, you know, um, the other agencies, you know, are going to come in here. They're going to tell you that they can get an extra $100 a week or $400 a month for you. However, I want to be, you know, so hold on. Let me let me backtrack that. So this used to happen to me. I'd say Mr. and Mrs. Smith, other agencies are going to come in and they're going to tell you they can get a higher rent. My job is to be able to keep the right advice so I can rent your property at the marketplace at, at the fastest possible time with the best quality tenant. Yes, it's worth $1,000 a week. But right now in the market, here's the evidence that indicate this is what it's worth right now. It's being yeah. open and educating them. And it's being proactive. So you're not being reactive. So, so that's why it's really important to know your points of differences and your scripts and dollars. So just moving on to finish off the second point here with scripts, they've got to be, you've got to understand the concept. So again, my book has got over 50 of them there. Um, understand the concept understand the argument or the power of the, the persuasive picture we're trying to create um, and then say it in your own words because mm. if it's in your own words it's real it's authentic um, and real and authenticity is what um, creates trust uh, of course if you fake 
uh, these scripts or you robotically just repeat them word for word, for example, out of my book, then it doesn't come across as authentic and the trust meter simply goes backwards and you lose trust because people want to deal with real people. So, um, yeah, just get to know your scripts. Make sure they're learned. Learn them by rote. Um, write them down, speak them into uh, uh, um, uh, your, 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 your voice recorder on your phone or get yeah. the audio book, the PMP script secrets uh, audio book that you can actually, when you buy the book, you'll be given that option if you want to get the audio as well and listen to them over and over until they become you. Because Dennis, it's under pressure in the listing presentation. We're actually under pressure when we feel anxious mm. and when we feel under pressure, the part of our brain, the creative part of our brain is under threat to be shut down yeah. where we can't actually think clearly and uh, and the, the things that we remember can easily be forgotten when we're under pressure. And it's a bit like the army. They send in the army onto the beach. The bombs are going off. The machines and guns are going off. The, the, it's so chaotic. It's easy to freeze in fear and forget, but it's what you've learned through training, the subconscious training, learning through repetition that then comes out. So you need to learn these things so thoroughly that under pressure, they come out. Otherwise, your filing cabinet in your head will be locked um, and you won't and you'll be frozen and you won't be able to confidently answer that objection. That's why You've got to learn them, and even role playing things like that, Dennis. So, um, I think it, we—it's a good point. It's a really good point you bring up. And I mean, Darren, I'm excited that you actually spoke about my favourite bands and one of their famous songs, "Under Pressure" by Queen. Um, but and Dennis, you spoke about Queen, not me. <laughs> no, no, but you—you're you, talking about "Under Pressure," right? So we've got to—we've got to highlight this. But you—you you actually said something really important that I want to emphasise that people need to do, and and they underestimate the, the power of it. It's actually speaking the scripts out. When, when you're driving, like practice the scripts, speak it out. Don't just mind speak it. Don't just say it in your mind. When you verbally actually say something and, and you, you verbalise it out, it has a different power. And then you, and you're, you're listening better and you think, oh, you know what, that doesn't sound good. And then you'll say it a different way. So it's really important that you do practice your scripts and dollars, whether you're doing it with a person or whether you're not doing it with a person. I didn't have the luxury of having scripts and dollars practice with someone. I didn't have that. So I used to, I'd be driving and I'd be, people, you know, don't worry about what people are thinking. They just think you're singing to a song in a car, you know, <laughs> you know, or you're talking, talking to someone on the phone, whatever, just um, speak it out loud. I think that's a really good point that you brought up there, Darren. Oh. All right, well, let's wrap this up, Dennis. We've done a very solid part one. Yep. Uh, we've covered two out of the five things, which is points of difference and scripts. Yep. We've got three things coming up in the next podcast. So otherwise, it's going to turn into a very, 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 very long podcast and we don't want people to fall asleep. So look out for the next episode, everybody, and we'll see you there. Take care and thanks for being with us, Darren. Cool. Anytime.